Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book-related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, or whatever crosses our minds. We're your hosts, Teddy and Maria, and we offer two different points of views, one of an avid collector, which is me, and the other, an excited fan. Which is me. How you doing? Good, good. Good, good, good. So, let's begin. Um... It's funny, the, uh, I'm just going to go straight to it. The effects of the season finale of Loki on the Disney Plus uh, show, which was like three weeks ago or however long ago it was, mm-hmm. um, those effects are still being felt. It's going to be felt throughout the whole MCU uh, universe. And the reason I bring that up is because um, uh, one of the other shows that's going to be coming really soon will be the What If uh, Disney Plus show, the animated, um, the animated show, which is going to feature like so many different stories and so many different possibilities of what might have happened with these characters in the MCU or what will happen. And because of how that Loki show ended, what it does is that it can actually bring so many different stories within the Marvel Universe as to what may have been possible for some of the characters that we've seen in the MCU. And because of that, it makes it canon in the uh, MCU universe, which is kind of exciting when you think about it. Um, they've also mentioned that I think I think the uh, anticipation and the excitement for this show has people uh, excited for the fact that they will also have a second season for this What If Disney Plus show. Wow. So... Before it was even released, yeah, before exactly. anybody saw even the first episode, they already mm-hmm. announced a second a season. A second season, yeah. And this is great because this will give creative, you know, writers and anyone in the uh, creative, uh, excuse me, uh, anyone in the creative field within the MCU an opportunity to just uh, explore what may be possible within the uh, characters um, or the superheroes in the uh, MCU universe and what may happen, what may not happen. But the fact that like how the uh, season finale ended with uh, Loki, where we saw all the different timelines and different streams mm-hmm. was to indicate that there's going to be a multiverse that's taking place. That's pretty much what What If is going to uh, spring off from. Mm-hmm. So the What If show will really be in a way showcasing what is possible or what we're going to see within these many different timelines and many different uh, multiverses, if you will. Would you say that the Loki series was supposed to be longer than just six episodes? Maybe. However, by doing so, this is why they decided to give us a second season for the Loki series. Right. Because, because they announced the second season like ASAP. Yeah, immediately. So it, yeah. it makes me wonder if they were really supposed to be 12 episodes okay and it only came out with six six because they wanted to speed up the process of saying okay well there's a there are branches now Mm -hmm. and like that they could release all the other shows yeah i think so i think if that's the case i mean we know that they have they haven't they haven't even filmed the second season if you will of the loki uh series yet so i think maybe they initially did want to have 12 but then again you know when you think about like all the pre-production the production that takes place for doing such a show with these really now a-list actors who have other projects lined up other than just doing a tv show if you want to call those disney plus shows tv shows um excuse me um 
Well, I don't know, almost lost my train of thought. But basically, what I was trying to say is that these Disney Plus shows, and the reason why they only have like certain limited number of episodes, so that it gives these actors uh, time to do other projects, if you will, because they're not going to be uh, stuck or not, not stuck, but they're not going to just stay wanting to do TV for like uh, seasons on end. Right, but it makes me wonder if they've actually filmed these seasons like these episodes yeah. already because there were some in the trailer for Loki mm. some images that were shown in the tra- in the Loki trailers did mm. not make it to the show that's true but I think those were like edited and cut but I believe those uh, shots that were deleted were within this season I feel okay. because they haven't really filmed anything for the second season of the Loki series and the timing couldn't be more perfect for them because like we like we mentioned earlier the uh, season finale of a Loki uh, series, like I said, meant, uh, shows all these uh, time streams, um, you know, expanding into the multiverse and so on and so forth, just in time for them to incorporate the what if show. So in other words, the what if show is going to really pretty much fill in the gap and fill in the holes or fill in those different time streams, the stories of those different time streams that we're going to see. Again, for the is next. this a confirmed it's- theory? Or yeah, is this just yeah. a theory? This is, is it a Teddy theory? It's, it's my Teddy confirmed theory, but I will search through thick and thick, and I'm almost certain that they're going to make it canon. It, it's the it's the only logical choice at this point when you really think about it. You know, that they're going to make it canon. And the fact that they did mention that they're going to have a second season of the What If show will only serve, you know, will only serve to have, uh, to have us believe that this multiverse that we're going to see in phase four or however many phases this will last through the MCU is going is going to have such an effect. Okay. It will definitely have an effect. Okay, Mr. Spock, uh, with your logic. <laughs> wow. I see you. You see me? I see you. Do you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter reference there. Um, but <laughs> not, not for anything. Another thing they mentioned about the What If uh, series two is that it's actually going there. Each multiverse uh, season will somehow connect with Captain Carter so Peggy Carter who in one of the universes no no becomes, I know I, yeah. I, I, I'm you said each multiverse season or each multiverse episode each multiversal season season will connect with Captain Carter see see this is this is where <laughs> I have to state a fact go ahead they should have never done away with the show with Peggy Carter the show it was a good show you know Agent Carter yeah they didn't give it enough time to gain momentum and I and to be honest with you all the episodes were good they were they really were tracking into something they were, really they, they were talking about the stone and all yeah, that stuff yeah and the fact that they gave shield yeah. so many seasons yeah. like this like thing seven. was hanging on yeah when it didn't have anything to hang on to mm. okay mm. so you know it, it shield just got confusing because they started you know they they what did they say they retconned it or whatever um, but they they took it out from the yeah at one, yes at one point well what it seems to suggest is that the shield series was not part of the MCU but the whole purpose of the shield in series was to be right. the filler in between like the glue right after the Avengers right. movie right and then they they really changed it up which they, didn't make any didn't. sense because you could tell in the beginning they were bringing in yeah um uh you know his secrets are secrets um <laughs> nick fury nick fury <laughs> you know they they tried to they were bringing him in maria hill and right. even um i mean they brought lady sith in yeah one that's what i was gonna right. say lady sith so you know they they were starting off that way 
And then with Agent Carter, that was really good because you had to right. figure out, okay, well, who's going to be her husband? Because, you know, yeah. she does get married. Right, right. And it was like a female, you know, I'm all mm-hmm. with female leads and stuff like that. As long as the mm-hmm. show is good, of course, and the mm-hmm. movies are good. Mm-hmm. Because if it's trash, I'll admit it's trash. <laughs> but this was an actual good show. It had potential. It was And good. they took it away. So it now, okay, now we have, you know, the what if, yeah. going back to what if. Uh-huh. And instead of it being Agent Carter, it's Captain, Captain Carter. Carter yes. Like Captain yeah. Britain. Is it? No, because they, there is a superhero called there, Captain Britain. Right, but I think what they're trying to say in this storyline, and they may they may veer away from the original what-if comic book story of Captain Carter. I think they're just trying to say what if Captain Carter was injected with the super soldier serum, basically. I need to see this <laughs> in live action with the same actress. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. come on. Come mm-hmm. on. Well, at least Haley Atwell's providing a voice for the. I'm uh, hoping that she provides more than that. Yeah. I'm hoping that that you know the the popularity of this mm-hmm. um, will have Disney reconsider and possibly give a bring back or you know mm-hmm. like a, a a Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. Why not give an Agent Carter Disney Plus show? Maybe it could. It may be possible. Maybe possible. But going back to what you said about a uh, shield, just as uh, the agent of shield TV show, a lot of what, a lot of why the show may have veered off a different way too was, in my opinion, and this is not confirmed or anything like that, but I suspect that there was a lot of infighting going on within the Marvel structure before Kevin Feige was given the sole title of chief creative officer and white not <clears throat> the tv portions quote unquote of the uh, marvel shows were given their own type of like department if you will and they did not want to tie in uh to the mcu or vice versa uh maybe the mcu was that they didn't want the uh excuse me the tv shows to tie in so much and again i think it had to do a little bit with the infight that may have taken place uh within that whole marvel entertainment uh structure um excuse me and um yeah it just led to like a lot of uh things that were not coherent basically Mm -hmm. you know and that was apparent that was apparent it was you saw it you saw it yeah so that's why the writers i'm sure the tv shows had a veer certain way and then the whole thing of of them seeing that those shows both the netflix shows the the marvel netflix shows and the uh isn't the shield show saying that they weren't canon to the mcu uh, for the most part when everyone wanted it to be so you know because they Mm -hmm. would make mention of certain events that took place in the mcu movies Mm -hmm. um but you know well you know um the Loki season finale, I think that just, you know. <laughs> well, here we go. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That definitely that prepared just, everybody. Exactly. Like I said, you know, or like we all said when we were doing the Loki series, um, mm-hmm. the Loki you know, podcast. When we were having the discussion yeah. for the Loki series. I think it was episode seventeen, A and B, or part a, one and two. two. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, you know, we pretty much were like saying, oh well, all these characters that have been waiting mm-hmm. in the wings have been in the green mm-hmm. room waiting and then mm-hmm. now with the Loki series they just someone just kicked in the door and they were like okay um you you and you you right, you and you right. uh, you guys can come you yeah. know you, and these are come to the party yeah you know, these are all superheroes that are waiting in the wings because yeah. it wasn't necessarily in the universe right um right. and now they have an opportunity right let it be the mutants let right. it be Fantastic Four, Four. let right. it be X-Men 
X-Men, right. same shit. Yeah, no, X-Men, but... you know, there'd be all these other... And then on top of that, that also kicks in the door to these ridiculously powerful uh, villains mm-hmm. that are going to be showing their faces soon. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Can you imagine a Doctor Doom coming into the MCU? It's going to be over. Well, It'll be so over. You know, wherever Fantastic Four is, Doctor Doom is, and they're yeah, already... Yeah main mention that they're going to be doing a fantastic four yeah you know Mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of time yeah yeah the only thing that we have to look forward to or will be interesting to see i should say particularly with the mcu will be that we know that they have over five thousand characters five thousand you know combo characters to show the one problem it's not gonna be too much of a problem because these writers are excellent but the one problem that they're going to have to deal with and i think we're going to see this really soon with these movies coming out will be that how you know how will audiences take into seeing these new heroes that are not well known up to up to people other than um people that read comic books mm-hmm. you know so shang chi you know, massive kung fu i knew of the character because i collected the comic books it's not he's not a well-known famous or popular character well, outside in the beat yeah but iron man was still a lot more popular than shang chi is now but you know at the same but, you just got to give them an opportunity well okay right. guardians of the galaxy right right that that was my point you know? so it's, it's in other words we're going to see so many movies somewhat like the Guardian of the Galaxies in regards to popularity and it'll be interesting to see how the MCU or how Marvel for that matter will do with these uh, characters you know I think it's great I think it's gonna be awesome I think it'll be wonderful we'll get to see a lot more representation out there in regards to uh, comic book superheroes um, <clears throat> pretty much trying to exemplify like some to a degree what the real world is or how the world looks like the makeup of the world for the most part. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm particularly excited to see the Eternals movie when it comes out later this year mm-hmm. to see how that does. I mean, they've already like changed three of the characters' gender. I really don't have a big uh, problem or issue with that at all. I think as long as the story stays true, mm-hmm. it'll be a good movie, which I think is going to be awesome okay. um, based on what I'm seeing. So kind of excited about that to see what's going to happen next. Yeah, you know? same. And, and, and I mean, think about it. We're going to see new uh, comic book superhero. We're going to see uh, heroes that we may not have that we've never heard of before mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't know I'm like my fist is clenched right now just like you know I'm like waving them in front of my face you know like a little kid and just excited to <laughs> see how this is going to come up yeah exactly so that's where I am at okay <laughs> okay um, well recently we were all gifted um gifted. A new trailer of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. So, before in the other trailers, we got an idea, and it was more like finding a clue. I swear to God, I thought I saw Blue's Clues out there because yes, it was did. all about, you know, who who was the grandfather or who was the person that Ooh, that yeah, yeah. left the property to someone, um, and all that good stuff, right? Right. Now in this trailer, they confirm that you know it was Egon. Right. Egon Spangler. Egon Spangler. Um that that property belongs to you know mm-hmm. uh and that it was passed down and was inherited by the mom and the two kids and uh they have no choice but to go out there and live there right mm-hmm. right so 
it's similar to the other trailer, but the fact that we have the confirmation and they showed um, Ecto-1, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more and mini Ecto-1 coming out. <laughs> that was cool. The ghost trap. Yeah. Um, we saw a teaser at the very end of the trailer. Mm-hmm. I want to say what it's there, but you know what? I'm not going to say nah. it because I don't want to ruin it for people. If you are a huge fan of Ghostbusters, definitely check out this trailer on YouTube. You can find it in two seconds. Just type yes. in Ghostbusters and you'll see a whole bunch of them come <laughs> yeah. up. Um, but yeah, they, they actually do confirm certain things that everybody's been speculating about mm. um, in terms of who is the the person that's passing down mm-hmm. the knowledge and stuff like that. Right. And we all knew there was Egon because yeah. the granddaughter, yeah. you know, She's, looked it's like a spitting yeah. image of Egon with yeah. the glasses and the weird and hair, the hair and stuff like that. Yeah. And the fact that she's super smart. Mm-hmm. And it looks like both kids are smart because the fact right. that the older brother... It's sort of like an engineer almost. Right, yeah. was able to put things mm-hmm. together, which is what Egon did. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the one that put all the, all the machines together and stuff right. like that. So along with... Um, Dan Aykroyd's Dan character. Aykroyd, yep. So it's coming out in November. Yes. Okay. I originally Can't saw wait. one of the trailers said Thanksgiving, but I looked it up further. It just said November. It was supposed to come out in June 11th of 2021. Obviously, we didn't see it. Yeah, it came and left. Came and passed. Um, and it's exclusively in theaters. theaters. Yes. Yes. Let's see how true... They're going to hold on to that biscuit. Well, I, I think they, I don't want to say they really don't have a choice um, because none of the major streaming networks own the rights to that movie. So, like I said, yeah, <laughs> let's see how true they hold on to that biscuit because yeah. they could easily maybe place it into iTunes. People uh, can purchase true, it from there true. or they could purchase, mm. they could uh, have a deal with Prime. They could purchase it through Prime. Mm. Um because again, we don't know what's going on with this ridiculous, you know, with this goddamn COVID thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So now we have yeah. like variants, like a sh- Loki show. So we have to yeah. figure it out what the <laughs> hell's going on with that. But um, yeah, it's in November. So I will, you know, definitely run my ass to to a theater yep. and see this thing. Same here. Hopefully, we get to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, just to let you guys know, um, the cast. The original cast of the Ghostbusters movies will be making an appearance Yes. in this movie. They already showed Janine. Yeah. Yes, they showed Janine, H. Janine, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely Bill Murray is making an appearance. Dan Aykroyd is making an appearance. Sigourney yes. Weaver is making an appearance. Nice. Ernie Hutz is making an appearance. Annie Potts, Janine, you saw her in the trailer. Um, all of these actors were in the original. The yeah. only one that I have not seen anything for is Rick, Rick Moranis. Ah. Uh, I know. If they are planning on bringing him in, just to do like a quick yeah. two second, <laughs> like, wait, let me just call my accountant type of bullshit. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and they just want to keep it on the hush. Mm-hmm. That is totally okay with me. It would be oh, yeah. awesome. It would be awesome to see, you know, yeah. Rick Moranis in the, in the big screen again. Again, that'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah. So, take a, take a moment now to go check out this trailer. <laughs> It definitely is full of nostalgia, yeah, um, and feel good vibes. So, I yeah, agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. I can't actually wait to see that movie. It's really, it's it's gonna be fun. I think I'm gonna become a ten year old boy again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. we'll see what happens. All right, uh, switching gears a little bit. Uh, so, so several weeks ago, I had mentioned this before, but there we had. Um, so, how can I say? So, I don't know. 
So the Eisner Awards took place uh, a couple of weeks ago. And for those of you who don't know, the Eisner Awards are, I would say, similar to the Academy Awards, but for comic books. Okay, that makes okay. sense. Yeah. And um, this was actually a, uh, the Eisner Award. It's in honor of Will Eisner, who was a pioneering artist and a writer for comic books. One of the great books that he actually created was called The Spirit. Um, which was a really, really good series. I never read the entire series. I read uh, bits and pieces, but it was pretty good. So the reason I bring that up is because, excuse me, yes, they do have lists and tons of character, of, excuse me, categories that they uh, give awards to, like um, best story, best comic book, best inker, best uh, letterer and so on and so forth mm -hmm. but there was just a few winners that caught my mind and i'll just be real quick with them that i was really impressed with so one such category was for best new series meaning you know meaning a uh, best new comic book series that came out during the year and you know this year there was a lot of uh new series that came out which were great stories one being crossover by donny cates who's famous for writing the venom comic book series i actually have the crossover um co collection i can call it now it's really really good another one is the department of truth which for those that love conspiracy theories and whatnot about government conspiracy theories i think will love absolutely love this comic book written by james tinian the fourth um and that's also a great series uh another one which is called we only find them when they're dead by al hewing who was responsible for doing the immortal hulk uh series um, another great um, comic book which I happen to collect as well but the winner surprisingly enough to me and well deserved to be honest was actually a Marvel comic which is the Black Widow comic book written by Kelly Thompson um, a female writer mm. going against all these male writers Okay, and it's really interesting because she's actually um, I believe she is like the, the, fem the let's see the only female to win the most Eisner Awards in the history of Eisner Awards. I think okay. she has like written like she has won like 14 of these awards and is well deserved. This uh, series was surprisingly well written. Um, it's a really good story. I have, I would say, I've read the first uh, seven issues. I have like the first seven issues at least and it's really, really good. Um, and it was surprising to see that that comic book actually won. But it's well deserved. As well deserved, I do recommend people reading that. Another, um, excuse me, category that caught my attention was for best cover artist, and there were a lot of uh, great cover artists out there. But the one that won was, and uh, please forgive me if I mispronounced the name, but it was from Peach Momoko, who is uh, really great. Like if you see her cover art, she's done cover art for. Something is Killing the Children, a few Marvel comic book um, art, and it's almost like a, how can I say, not, I don't want to say like a Japanese art type of comic book, but you, it's like you can see the soul through the eyes of the characters that she draws when she draws their covers. Wow. It's really, really good. I do have some, I'll probably post some up on Instagram later uh, during the week, and congratulations for her for winning Best Cover Artist. Um, with this award but the one for me that takes the cake and I've mentioned this guy like 
so often has to be uh, the award for best writer. And this is well deserved. And there is no, I have no complaints with this writer. And the award was awarded to the, uh, James Tinian IV, who's an excellent writer. And he's written books such as Something's Killing the Children. My favorite book so far that this guy's written, like, holy cow, you, wow. This guy's written so many things. He's also written the Batman um, comic books, which are really great comic books. And the comic book that I mentioned earlier, The Department of Truth, which is a great conspiracy theory-like comic book. Um, he's recently put out two issues uh, called The Nice House on the Lake, uh, which is another type of eerie type of comic book, which a lot of these uh, comic book publishers are trying to put out now. So I like those scary, eerie um, comic book things. But yeah, just wanted to give a little shout out to James Tanian the Fourth for writing such a great, such a great series and writing for many great series. And um, I recommend that first of all, you gotta read Something Is Killing the Children. It's an amazing book. It's crazy and weird at the same time. It's just, you know, and it's an, it's uh, published through Boom Studios, an independent company, which is one of my favorite, you know, outside of the big two. And yeah, I just, you know, kudos. You know, my hands are clapping for him in acknowledgement. I think it's, Close. I think it's really great. I, I really do. So. Okay. Well, that, that sounds awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like a, today I'm like the trailer person because I'm all, I'm, I'm only talking about tra- trailers That's fine. today. Until we talk about whatever we damn want. <laughs> okay, so um, the next thing I'm gonna talk about is the Dune trailer. Oh yes, yes, I I caught it um, this past weekend. Right. So they had uh, a while ago had released kind of like a teaser of the Dune trailer, and um, recently I would say maybe sometime last week I think. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, recently, um, they dropped the actual trailer. Right. Um, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. They, look, they look like this thing's true to the original movie, mm-hmm. just with more updated, you know, technology right. to make it look right. more, more, you know, yeah. nicer and nicer. flawless. <laughs> better. How about uh, better? better? <laughs> um, and it's actually, uh, the, the original movie was actually based off the Frank Herbert Frank, novel. Right. Um, and the release date is October twenty second, twenty twenty one, which mm. will be streaming both on HBO Max and also in theaters. Yes. So they're gonna be doing a double thing. Cool. So just in case for those who don't know what Dune is, let me just give you a little synopsis of what it is. Um, it's hmm. Paul Atreides, a brilliant and young man born into great destiny beyond his understanding Mm. must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people as benevolent forces explode Mm -hmm. into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of the most precious resource in existence the spice spice. spice. (laughs) only those who can conquer their own fear will survive right so that is just the tip of the iceberg as to what this movie has to has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of actors that are involved, of yeah. course. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Timothy, Timothy Chalmant. Shal- yeah, Shal- yeah, Timothy. Right. I I cannot pronounce his name. Please forgive me. Okay. But we know the Timothy actress Timothy Chalamet, right. I believe. Um, Zendaya. Zendaya, yes. Um, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Dave yeah. Bautista. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Ste- um, Stellan Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård, yes. <laughs> um, 
Javier Bardem. I didn't know yeah. he was in it. Yeah, that's cool. That's shocking. Josh that's Brolin, cool. uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen McKinley, and mm-hmm. Charlotte Rampling. So, mm. um, yeah, that's just a few, just to name a few. But it's 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 a really strong cast. You know, um, Jason Momoa is playing Duncan. Oh uh, wow! There yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin is playing Gurney. Gurney. Um, Dave Bautista is playing Glosu. Glosu. He's definitely one of the bad guys. He's he's one of the henchmen for the bad guys. So, yeah. Um, and of course, Oscar Isaac is playing a uh, Lido Atreides. Lido Atreides. Oh god. Um, well, that's cool. So yeah, it's it's just one of those fantastic movies. It's coming out in October, twenty uh, second. They actually did like a small. Um, showing of it while they were playing the Olympics mm. while they were showing the Olympics right, on right. TV. Right, they did like a cross promotion. Yeah. yeah that um, was good. And yeah, it's just going to be fantastic. You know, the original movie is kind of like a cult following mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the original movie. It's one of those things mm-hmm. you're like, what the hell is going on in this yeah. damn movie? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of whispering, all the inner voices, <laughs> you know, the inner monologues yeah. that, that goes on, yeah. you know, yeah. he drinks some mm-hmm. water, has a trippy the situation. <laughs> more deep you know yeah um yeah and then and then now uh we have to see because you know more deep uh atreides mm-hmm. is is was played by a grown man right you know yeah. and now yeah. they have this guy playing it which he looks way younger <laughs> way younger to the point where you know the character uh duncan he's like oh the you got some muscles and he's like (laughs) oh you could tell and he's like no No. (laughs) you know like it's a huge difference in terms of the cast Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Zendaya beautiful as always right um now she's gonna have glowing blue Blue eyes eyes. you know so it's it's gonna be cool I can't wait to see it check out the trailer again on YouTube it's 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 a beautiful uh cinematic you know things. So I think, it I, think really gonna be, cool. I think it's really good. I am excited to see that when it comes yeah. out later this year. That's gonna yeah. be really good. And I heard something about like they were really trying to make sure that the worm, oh, the spice yeah. worm, oh, um, looks. Are they gonna ride the spice worm? <laughs> Yo, you know, you, well, you know, you know what was funny as I was trying to come up with with uh, this information and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. I remembered that, you know, in order for him to be part of the clan, mm-hmm. you know, part of that group. Yeah. He had to, one of his final thing was to ride the worm, uh-huh. right? right? It kind of reminded me of Avatar. Oh, true. Because he true. had to, to ride the yeah. ik- ikran. You know, he had <laughs> yeah. to ride that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wonder if uh, this guy, the director, James. The um, original one, James Lynch? No, I'm talking about. Avatar. Oh, James Cameron. James Cameron. Oh, okay, okay. If he kind of like oh, I said James, I mean was watching. Was watching. Um, Doom. Doom. Wait, and was Avatar? like, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. I'm gonna put it in my movie too. Maybe. You so know? yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, check out the trailer. Um, I think you'll you guys will really like the trailer, and I and I think you guys will like the movie. If it's anything like the original one, hopefully they made it a little bit better where people can understand what's going yeah, on in the yeah. movie. Um, you know. It'll it'll be cool to watch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's definitely something that we that I would watch when it comes out later this year. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be pretty interesting. It's gonna be pretty cool. The spice. The spice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's next? Is that it? That is it. Oh my goodness, we're keeping it short today. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, no problem. There's nothing wrong with that. All right, so I guess we're gonna wrap it up today. Um, so here goes the download. 
don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at 527underground and also our new YouTube channel at 527underground. Teddy will be posting more quickie videos about the stuff that he's been checking out in terms of comic books and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you might see me here and there sometimes if I come up with something. I still have to give a review about all the stuff that I purchased in the Harry Potter store. Which reminds me, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be doing a Harry Potter group i guess i could call it a round table okay of of harry potter a potterverse um there's gonna be a group of people here we're gonna be doing another collab with cosmic tea comics um and uh coming together to discuss uh, all the theories and uh stuff about harry potter you know okay so that'll be interesting there'll be a nice round table about that and uh i think that's pretty much it i guess i i will announce when the harry potter uh, podcast, podcast will be up. It'll definitely be sometime soon within the next week or so. Cool. Cool. Is that it? That that's it for now. That's it for that's now. It for now. Okay. Okay. We just we just still good. So we want to thank all you listeners out there. Thank you for supporting us. And if you have any questions or comments, please please feel free to uh, let us know on our Instagram or and also on our Facebook. Okay. F527 Underground. Yes. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a good one. Have a good day.